This encore program for Fire on the Earth was chosen based on the request from many listeners. Ave Maria Radio and Renewal Ministries presents Fire on the Earth, a compelling look at the new evangelization through inspiring teachings, interviews, and testimonies. Welcome, friends. This is Peter Herbeck, your host. And today I'm going to wrap up this week going back to a theme that uh, Monday through Wednesday, while interviewing my daughter Rachel here on the program, we talked a great deal about how much the Lord desires for us as our inheritance as children of God to come into an awareness and a lived experience of knowing his favor, that he delights in us, that he takes joy in us, just like we, we, we shared about the story of the prodigal son and how out of character the father's behavior was in that story. It's really about the father and about the father's heart toward his people. And if you didn't have a chance to tune into the program at all this week or when I was interviewing Rachel, you could go to our website at renewalministries.net. The uh, programs are archived there or download the Renewal Ministries app, which is the simplest way to be able to access the program at your convenience. But at the heart of it is the awareness that the Father in sending the Son sent him to save, to seek and save the lost out of the love that's in the heart of the Father, sent forth his Son into the world, right, to save us and to redeem us, to go in search of those who are lost. It's God who takes the initiative because God loves us. And you can speak of God's emotions. You know, the, the way that the scripture does, where it says God delights in his people. God loves his people. Jesus said, as the Father loves me, I mean, the whole reality of love itself, where does it come from? Why are human beings so preoccupied with it? Why, why is it we sing about it all the time and all the movies and TV shows are about it and it moves us so deeply? It's here because it comes from our creator. We're made to live in his love. We're made to know him. We're made to be in fellowship with him. And he's not just a personal, awesome, distant force. I mean, he is holy. He is pure. He is transcendent. But the heart of God, above all things, God is love. And a love that's revealed to us in a person, perfectly, in Jesus. And it's easy to get confused because the whole definition and the idea and the constant preoccupation with love in the earth is it's confused with love is love and love is kind of romance you see on movies and it it gets reduced. It gets reduced to a certain kind of feeling instead of realizing, no, it's we have a hunger to love and to be loved. And when we experience the love of another, we experience God working in us to be able to love others, to authentically will their good, to authentically lay down our life in some way for them and for their good and to know that freedom and that love that begins to emerge in the human heart. All of that is a, is a simple, small reflection of the love that exists between the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit from all eternity. Jesus Reveal that love, and Jesus taught us about it very clearly, right? So, for example, in Matthew 22, verses 37 and 38, Jesus said, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. He was quoting there Deuteronomy 6, 5, right? When God spoke to the people of Israel, 
and revealed what it meant, what's at the heart of the law. But Jesus then reflects on that command and makes sure that the apostles and those who are listening understood. He said, this is the first and the great commandment. This is the first and the greatest thing to love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Why? Because this love is the kind of love that exists between the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. It's the ultimate reality of the kingdom of God. God's heart burns with perfect love within the fellowship of the Trinity. This is the ground of all reality. Everything that exists comes from this and participates in it. And God's love is creative. It's wholehearted. And that love is directed to us. What we see in it is we see the desires of God. God is not an inert force. God is a communion of persons. And it's an amazing thing, friends, just to stop and think about that the ground of all reality is a relationship, is a, is a God of, you know, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, a communion of persons, a family, you might say, a community of self-donating love, of enjoying love. I mean, they, the Father and the Son delight. Jesus delights in the Father. The Father delights in the Son. And God the Father delights in us. He made us for himself. And the only way we ever will, as human beings, fallen human beings, can come to full health, full health is defined right here. We were made and will never be fully satisfied in this life. We were made to know the love of God and how much God enjoys us and delights in us and wants to draw us into the love between the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. This is who God is, and this is who we're called to share eternity with. Jesus spoke to us about not only that this is the first and the greatest commandment, and by the way, it's helpful to understand we all want to do great things in this world. We want our life to mean something. We want you know, to live extraordinary lives. And people are defining all the time in this world pathways to greatness. What is greatness? And, you know, some people focus on possessions. Some people focus on achievements. Some people focus on, you know, the the size of your footprint or your influence, these kinds of things. And you can, you know, the, it's in the heart of human beings to want to be always remembered as being great. This is why people who have lots of money, you know, who build big buildings and have their picture on the wall or, you know, the, the pharaohs build pyramids so that, you know, in some way they'll never be forgotten. But Jesus, he flattened all that when he came and he revealed what's truly important. And what is the pathway to greatness? I mean, true greatness. Who's to say what's great? The great one, God is the one who says what's great. Right? He's the one who made us. All things are held into being by him, held in being by him. Like you and me, we live and we move and we have our being in God. And our dignity and our greatness is the participation in the life of God himself, what he gives us in that what's at the center, what's at the greatest height is, is the glory of God and the glory of God is his majesty his purity, his holiness, his authority, and all of that expresses 
the fire of the burning love of God between the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, which is the ground of all reality. Most of the world doesn't pay much attention to that. And we're seeking other kinds of recognition and rewards and trophies. And we try to find satisfaction in it. And, you know, we have this happiness that is, I think Thomas Aquinas said, you know, the what the lowest level or one of the levels of happiness is the happiness of comparative advantage. And I think in this world, it's what most people seem to live on. It's like, well, I look around, do I have more money than other people? Do I have a bigger, more beautiful home? Do I have more important friends? Do I have greater authority? Do I have greater power? Am I known by more people? Am I honored by more people? Have, you know, all these kinds of things. And I compare, oh, yeah, okay, good. I'm happy because I've got more than most people. And here's Jesus, who is the way, the truth, and the life. He reveals to us what is the source of true greatness? What does it mean to be truly great? The great one is one who loves God, first and foremost, with all of his heart, all of his soul, all of his mind, and all of his strength. That's what heaven rewards. That's what God will celebrate. And God will reward for all eternity. He's going to exalt that because that's participating in the life of God and it's giving to God what belongs to God. And it will fulfill us. If we can internalize that with the help of the Holy Spirit, friends, the, the value that's expressed there, and we can kind of change our focus and get our loves rightly lined up to say, oh yeah, okay. Because a lot of people say, just tell me how I can achieve this goal, and they go after it. And Jesus said, oh, seek, knock, come after me. Because that's where Jesus is going. That's what Jesus lived for in this world. And what happened in this world, he was despised, he was rejected by the world, because the world is in the power of the evil one. And what the evil one wants to do is knock us off course or in you know, the case of human beings, we're born into this disordered energy of the power of the world, the flesh, and the devil, and the flesh is at work in us. We're already on the wrong track, and the grace of God at work in us, grace of baptism, the presence and power of the Holy Spirit in our lives, the teaching of the church, the guidance of the saints, everybody begins to show us, yeah, no, 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 Jesus is the way. You have a longing in your heart to be great. You have a longing in your heart to lead a life of that will be fulfilling, that will actually fill you full. But the and Jesus is the way to that end and that destiny. And he shows it in how he lived, what he taught us, and this fundamental reality is the the most important thing he taught us and he demonstrated. True greatness, the way to fulfillment the way to, to eternal happiness and to com- really to complete fulfillment, to full joy is to live this, right? But it's hard to do in a fallen world because the fallen world is constantly celebrating and rewarding other things. And if we don't see this and don't live from the Holy Spirit and pursue this seriously and and make it the first thing in our lives, decide to do it. Just like people who make a decision, I'm going to, I'm going to win that gold medal. By the way, I'm not bringing it up because there's a problem with it. I'm just saying that human beings, we set our heart, we set our goals, we, we order ourselves to the thing we desire to achieve, the end we desire to reach. But even that gold, I mean, think about 
you know, many Olympians over the years, you know, who won many gold, like Michael Phelps, for example, he won more gold medals than anybody. After he finished his career, he ended up falling into deep depression, drug problems and the like. And I think he's come out of it. God bless him. Wonderful. But it wasn't enough. It wasn't enough. Nothing will fill the human heart. Not even 25 gold medals or how many he won. Some, you know, huge number. And I mean, God bless him for it. And the hard work that he did. But all of that's passing away. And you are an eternal creature. You're made in the image of God. You were made for something much higher and much greater. But what that is, it's not, it's bestowed on you. It's given to you. It's not something you simply achieve on your own. And it has to do with love. It has to do with responding with a wholehearted yes to the God who created you in love and for love. And the God who sent his only son to save you from the darkness and the confusion and that we live in under the power and the dominion, again, of the world of flesh and the devil. And we have the gift of the Holy Spirit given to us now. The love of God poured into your heart, my heart, that enables us, that empowers us, that moves us, that teaches us how to love God and have our loves rightly ordered and to live a life that will be celebrated, rewarded, and honored in heaven forever. That's our call, friends, and Jesus is the way. God bless you. Each program of Fire on the Earth with Peter Herbeck can be downloaded at AveMariaRadio.net and RenewalMinistries.net. Fire on the Earth is a production of Ave Maria Radio. Friends, I'd like to offer you my new booklet, Receiving Fire. Jesus said, I have come to cast fire on the earth, would that it were already ablaze. That fire is the purifying love that burns in the heart of Jesus. A fire of grace for those who receive it, but a fire of judgment for those who refuse it. If you'd like a copy of this free booklet, call 1-800-282-4789 or contact us on the web at renewalministries.net slash foe. That's renewalministries.net slash foe.